0: But Magog, he was the ancestor of the Scythians, and they lived in the area of Ukraine, and they were like the Cimmerians, except that they were even more fierce.
1: Welcome to the Oh Oh My My Geekers Geekers podcast, Podcast. where we educate others while educating ourselves on an array of topics.
0: We also review movies, books, and TV shows.
1: This is Jeanette, I am your host, and and Zeke. 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 Zeke is my son, if you don't know, and we are going through uh, the book of Genesis. We're doing a series on the book of Genesis, and so I'm going to pray us in, Zeke will pray us out, and then we'll begin. If you hear our tummies growling, just kind of ignore it. (laughs) So Heavenly Father, we don't even know why our tummies are growling. We already ate, so Um, thank you so much for this day, and thank you for all of the people who get to tune in and listen, and um, we just pray that this podcast would not only bless you, Father in Heaven, um, but uh, someone out there that is just wanting to understand the Old Testament and go through the entire book of the Bible. If we could do that, um, we will have lived life because it's the most um, blessed book on the face of the planet. So, thank you, Lord Jesus. In your name we pray. Amen.
0: Okay, here we are. The Table of Nations. Uh, This is what the chapter is called. And it is a genealogy. So.
1: (laughs) Okay, wait, what chapter are we on? Chapter Chapter 10. Okay, if you have a Bible... Um, you could either get an app on your phone called the Uversion app, and there's a Bible on that, or you could just follow along with a Bible that you have in your house, and just follow along with us. It's, it's fun. Um, well, I don't know about genealogies. I'm already yawning. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what? Zeke's probably going to talk the most with this one, um, and I might slow him down if, if I don't understand what he's talking about. Okay,
0: so... Verses 1 to 2. Now, this is the genealogy of the sons of Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth. And sons were born to them after the flood. The sons of Japheth were Gomer, Magog, Madai, Yavin, Tubal, Meshech, and Tiras.
1: Those names are quite difficult to pronounce. So, but I do recognize a couple of names like Magog and Gomer. They sound familiar to me. Yeah, so
0: you may have heard of them from the Bab Battle of Gog and Magog in the Book of Ezekiel, where uh, they will attack Israel in the future. Go, go, go read that. Uh, well,
1: yeah. Let me let me cut in here. Gog and Magog is actually a future prophecy that has not even been fulfilled yet, mm-hmm. and it talks about that prophecy in the Book of ezekiel and they do represent um countries correct zeke mm-hmm. okay and that's why they sound familiar to me and so when we get further into the bible and we talk a lot more about prophecy hopefully we could come back to this but for now um we're just gonna um okay, move so. along.
0: gomer Japheth's first son he was the ancestor of the cimmerians or Kimmerians. so like, the actual sound, kimmer, actually sounds like gomer, gomer, mm-hmm. kimmer. Uh, they lived in the area of Russia, north of the Caucasus, Caucasus Mountains, mm-hmm. no, where we get the word Caucasian, which is a racial thing that doesn't exist. <laughs> um
1: Wait, so you're saying the word Caucasian is not even it's Does it it's mean not it didn't it's not from anywhere
0: well it came from somewhere but it's based off of bad science
1: oh interesting we'll have to do a podcast mm-hmm. on that um, later on where the word caucasian came from
0: well it comes from these mountains uh, well, which are is, north of turkey
1: is everyone white there or caucasian mm-hmm. is european right
0: caucasian is european and a lot of people think that the europeans came from the Caucasus Mountains, which uh is true, but to make it into a race is not true. Okay. <laughs> okay, so they fiercely uh that that is the uh Kimmerians, the Cimmerians, they fiercely rode on horseback and shot bows and arrows. They had uh pointy hats and th- they were sort of like a like a very feared
1: They were fierce warriors? They were fierce warriors. And they were feared. And they these, were were,
0: they, these people came from Japheth? They came from Japheth. Okay. Um, but Magog, he was the ancestor of the Scythians, and they lived in the area of Ukraine. And they were like the Cimmerians, except that they were even more fierce. Uh, the, the Greeks called them barbarians, and they actually pushed the Cimmerians out of uh, the Middle East. Mm-hmm. and basically the Cimmerians then assimilated with the Scythians so. okay.
1: there's a lot of names flying out here so we're talking about uh, Gomer who's Japeth's first son and he was the ancestor of the Cimmer- Cimmerians? Cimmerians Cimmerians and the Cimmerians Lived in the area of Russia?
0: Uh, sort of, like, above the oh. Caucasus Mountains.
1: Okay. Oh, near
0: Turkey. Well, above Turkey. Above Turkey. Above Turkey.
1: East. I feel like we need more than just our Bibles. I <laughs> east feel like of, we need
0: maps. <laughs> east of Ukraine, basically. Okay, okay. Um,
1: and so... They were bar-
0: barbarians? Well, the the Greeks called them barbarians oh. because they you would used to fight with the Greeks. And they were fierce. And they were fierce. They, they rode on horseback and they would fight on horseback too. Whoa. Like, they perfected using bows and arrows on horses. Wow. Okay, so, M- Madai, uh, the third son, was the ancestor of the Medes who helped the Persians set up the Persian Empire. The Medes and the Persians.
1: Oh, is that where Medai comes from? Medai. Medai is from Japeth as well? Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh,
0: the next son, Yavin, was the ancestor of the Ionians, and they were Greeks. Uh, basically whenever you see Yavin in the book, in the Bible, it means Greece. Like, the big, remember in Daniel that big, uh unicorn goat it's called yavin so okay tubal the next son was the name of a city in the northern part of turkey so tubal was somewhere like a little bit north of turkey <laughs> uh Mishek, and that is not mishak not daniel's friend was the ancestor of the moshkoi uh and they lived in armenia uh, the Greek historian Herodotus said of them, the Moschoi had wooden caps on their heads and shields and small spears on which lawn points were set. They they kind of fit in with uh, these, uh, you know, barbaric tribes, okay? Tirus was the ancestor of the Thracian people who were also Greeks. That, that's another, like, Greek, like, Subculture.
1: Mm-hmm. So, do are a lot of, of um descendants? Are they um, Medes, Persians, and Greeks?
0: Yes, Medes, Persians, Greeks, Scythians. Basically, all everyone who basically you would think of as European or white.
1: Or Caucasian.
0: Or Caucasian.
1: <laughs> okay, that really... And, and it's really good to know that that where a lot of these people came from are actual descendants of Noah who people don't even believe in. Yeah. Okay,
0: so the sons of Gomer were Ashkenaz, Riphath, and Tagarmah.
1: Okay, so now... Wait. Oh, I thought we were talking about, um, Japheth. Now we're going into,
0: now we're going into Japheth's grandsons. Oh, okay. Okay, so, of course we know who Gomer is. Okay, Ashkenaz was, according to the Jews, uh, in Germany. Ashkenaz was the area of Germany. Uh, and even today, Jews in Eastern Europe are called Ashkenazi Jews. That's interesting. Yeah. There's another type of Jew, the Sephardic Jews, which live in Western Europe, but there's a difference. Okay. Okay. Rifath, Goomer's second son, his name is a mystery because there's a mountain range named after him, the Rifian Mountains, Uh, but no one knows where that mountain range is. Uh, A lot of people think thought that it might not even exist uh, but there is a mountain range called the Orals uh, and a lot of people think that this is the mountain range the Riffian Mountains because it is very far north and the Orals is where the Finnish people came from so you have in uh, Finland they speak a language And it is very different. Basically, it's unrelated to our language. So, like, we have a language that is derivative of German, which is derivative of something called Proto-Indo-European. And Proto-Indo-European is related to basically pretty much every language that you find in Europe. Uh, like... Latin, or uh, Spanish, or Greek. But over in Finland, they don't speak that language because they come from the Ural Mountains. Okay, so Tagarma. Tagarma was probably the ancestor of the Armenians. You you have them saying that they are the descendants of Tagarma.
1: Yeah. Mm. So the Armenians nowadays say that they are the actual uh, descendants of Tagarma. Yes. Oh wow.
0: Verse four: The sons of Yavin were Elisha, Tarshish, Kitim, and Dodanim. Okay, so Elisha was probably the main ancestor of the of the Greeks.
1: So you're saying that. Um, all who we're talking about right now, there's so many descendants, um, are descendants of Japheth, so we're talking about, uh, the sons of Gomer, and I can't even pronounce half these names, Ashkenaz, Rifa, Togarma. Togarma, and then you have the sons of Javan,
0: uh, Elisha,
1: Elisha, Tarshish, Kittim, and Dad. Or something like Daudenine. that. Dodonine. Um Anyway, so.
0: So, Elisha was the main ancestor of the Greeks. The main ancestor? What is
1: that? What do you mean by the main ancestor? Well,
0: because Greece is named after him. It's called Hellas. So, Hel- Elisha, Hela, Hellas. <laughs> so, it, it's sort of, you know. It's sort of you have to read between the lines there but mm-hmm. uh he is the main um ancestor of the greeks uh you actually have like this poet greek poet called hesiod mm-hmm. and hesiod he lists uh he lists a person called deucalion mm-hmm. and deucalion was a flood hero and he lists Helen, the ancestors of the Greeks, and then his son, and it goes all the way down mm-hmm. to all these Greek heroes.
1: Wow. Wait, so, wait, you said there was a Greek, or not a Greek, a, a, a flood god.
0: Uh Deucalion.
1: Deucalion is a flood god?
0: No, not a flood god, just a flood hero. Okay, flood hero. He, he was... He, uh, in Greek mythology, he was the son of King Minos. Remember Minos, who had the golden touch? I don't remember. <laughs> remember, he had the golden touch, and if he would touch anything, it would turn to gold. And then uh, he accidentally touched his kids, and they turned into gold. Oh,
1: my. <laughs> you, you have read so many different Greek stories to me that I don't even know Yeah, he,
0: he, he was the evil king of Crete. But uh, also... What's interesting is that Minos was a descendant of uh, this guy named Prometheus, who stole fire from the gods. And Prometheus is said to have been born from this uh, figure whose name is Epetus.
1: Epetus.
0: But, okay, so... In the Hebrew, Japheth is Japheth.
1: Oh, wow!
0: Okay, so Tarshish was a region in Spain. It was uh, Tartessos. That that's where Jonah was going to run away to.
1: Tartar no, sauce?
0: No, Tartessos. <laughs>
1: No, it's a it's a mountain I don't range. Because the word fish came to
0: my mind. <laughs> it's a, Jonah and the whale, yeah. or fish,
1: and it's, then tartar sauce. I think I can remember that.
0: Yeah, Kitim was the Hebrew name for Cyprus, so he was the ancestor of the Cypriots who lived there. Okay, so Dodanim. So Dodanim is actually named in the Iliad of Homer, and gave his whole genealogy uh after these events so i'm gonna read here of the uh a portion
1: a portion of the iliad yes okay Okay. and and this goes along with one of the people who are mentioned in the genealogy here okay so so the person who wrote the iliad was like oh that's a cool name and then just went with it
0: well no these were probably real people and they probably did real uh important things in the, in the iliad so
1: i thought it was an epic poem it is an
0: epic poem but it's all...
1: not fantasy and well Greek mythology Tro- and
0: all that. troy was a real place yeah and just
1: all... a lot of it was almost almost like you're just learning
0: kind of a, a legend there are things that are in it that are true, and then there are things that are untrue. Oh, okay. But we don't throw the baby out with the bathwater. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so from old Dardanis, that's Dodanim, mm-hmm. the first son of Jove, Jove like Yavan, Javan. Yeah. Okay. Dardania's walls he raised for Ilion then, the city sense of many languaged men, was not. The natives were content to till the shady foot of Eda's fountful hill. From Dardanus, great Erychthonius springs, the richest one of Asia's Asia's wealthy kings, Asia being Asia Minor. Three thousand mares his spacious pastures bred, three thousand foals beside their mothers fed. Boreas, enamored of the sprightly train, Concealed his godhead in a flowing mane. With voice dissembled his loves he neighed, And coursed the dappled beauties o'er the maid. Whence sprung twelve others of the unrivaled kind, Swift as their mother mares and father wind. These lightly skimming when they swept the plain, Nor piled the grass nor bent the tender grain. And when along the level seas they flew, scarce on the surface curled the briny dew okay so basically he uh these people did a lot of things with horses they bred horses and that's why you know the trojan horse so such a was from him there came the sacred troas of whom the trojan name three renowned sons adorned his wedding bed Ilus, Asaracus, and Ganymede, the matchless Ganymede divinely fair, whom heaven enamored snatched to the upper air, to bear the cup of Jove, Erethiol guest, the grace and glory of the ambrosial feast. The two remaining sons of the line divide, first rose Laomedon from Ilias' side, from him Tithonus, now in care, grown old. And Priam, blessed with Hector, brave and bold. So, Priam and Hector were... So, Priam Mm -hmm. is the king of Troy. Hector is the great hero of Troy. He's the, the crown prince. And his brother is Paris, who then steals Helen of sparta and starts this whole big war Mm -hmm. and which ends uh the golden age of trojan civilization so you got that line going through this entire story and it matches up with uh with actual the bible it may be mythology have a lot of mythology, like people being raptured up, gods turning into horses, but you have sort of like Dardanus, the son of Yov, Yov Dodanim, the son of Yavin.
1: Yov was who? Yavin. And who
0: was Yavin? Yavin was Japheth's son. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so you kind of get yeah. that. So it's yeah. it's important to re- read great and old literature because you don't know when you might find something.
1: Mm-hmm. And I just, I have not read anything, like any Greek mythology or epic. Um, I know you tried to educate me on um, the Iliad, and that was so interesting. It was like a big soap opera to me. But, um you know, you were teaching me about Achilles heel and I still try to understand it. I'm not a very, um, learned person, but it's interesting to me. And I wish I could take a whole class on it. Honestly, I think every student in school should learn these, these epic poems as well as, you know, um, the great giant literature, uh, or, um, what do you call them? Like C.S. Lewis and, um, L. L. Malai. like, I'm trying to think of the names of these writers, just classic, classic literature. So that, um, I don't know, there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of parallels to the Bible in a lot of these, um, pieces of literature mm-hmm. and it's taken from the biblical and they're influenced in a sense is what you're mm-hmm. saying. They're influenced by and they're so old, and we actually you know get a lot of our philosophies from the Greeks, right like yeah, here we in, our, in our Western culture we it's every, most everything is based off of you know the way the Greeks lived and and the, and
0: this poet was the one that started all this.
1: started all what
0: Western civilization really Yes, because, because um, the the Greeks all their knowledge comes back to Homer. Hmm. Why? Because he lived so long ago.
1: And, and people take... Do they take Homer as serious as they would the Bible, do you believe?
0: Well, back then, that, that was their Bible because they did not have the Bible. I, mm-hmm. I don't think that Homer's work I mean, is today. as good... <laughs> well...
1: Because people believe it's a, it's a whole breadth in of... historical pieces of literature, and they're like, well, this person lived, they wrote this book, but yet they don't believe in the greatest book, well, which is the Bible, which Homer well, they was did. influenced by.
0: Well, they did realize that, so they, they started to say that Homer didn't write the Iliad, just oh. like how they say that Moses didn't write mm-hmm. Genesis. Uh, they, they want to take these old people... That wrote these things and say, oh, no, they probably didn't live.
1: And they don't really want people to even read them. Uh, and I know this because it's not really encouraged.
0: N- nothing is really encouraged, but we can encourage you right now. That's why we're doing this podcast.
1: Yes, exactly. Okay. I, why, why is it good to read Greek mythology? Because that could scare a few Christians. Like, oh, well, oh, so... It's logical, I'm not
0: reading it. Well, so... As you can see, there are parallels with the Bible that confirm the Bible, because, of course, Homer probably didn't read the book of Genesis. He actually knew about these genealogies, which means that Dardanus and Yov lived, which means Dodanim and Yavin lived, and the fact that The Bible is far more accurate, strengthens the idea that everyone knew that these stories were true.
1: Yeah, because they were passed down.
0: Yeah, they were passed down. So, okay. Okay, verse 5. From these, the coastland people of the Gentiles were separated into their lands, everyone according to his language, according to their families into their nations so the nations of the gentiles are basically a metaphor for the greeks because you have a lot of these greek peoples Mm -hmm. and isles because greek is like a big island place so okay verse six the sons of ham were cush mitzrayim foot and canaan Okay, so Cush was the ancestor of the Ethiopians. They actually called themselves the Cushites. Mitzrayim was the Hebrew word for Egypt. So he's actually their ancestor, Mitzrayim. Fut was the ancestor of the Libyans who lived west of Egypt and frequently fought with Egypt. So the sons of Cush were Seba, Havla, Sabta, Rama and Sabtika, and the sons of Rama were Sheba and Dedan.
1: Wow, they really are um, being fruitful and multiplying just from Shem, Him, and j because the coolest part about all of these genealogies is that you can group these people into different sections of the world and look on a map, and, and just by their names alone, you can see that they did spread out and they did populate the
0: earth oh and you must realize that these kids also had other kids mm-hmm. who populated places that are not mentioned in the bible mm-hmm. like japan S- some some people have speculated oh uh japan is from javan
1: and javan's from japeth. japeth
0: but that that's just a theory so okay.
1: Just because of the sound of the name. Just,
0: just of the sound of the name. Th- mm-hmm. There may be no. I always name. wondered
1: why everybody looks so different. Like because God created, you know, uh, people to to be brown and some people to have be tall. Like everybody looks so different. Even though we're all human, we all have. Eyes. It's
0: because, uh, we have the so man was made with the genetic information in him and like you, you sort of, um, have all of the genetic information. And then when you have kids, they kind of lose some of those, uh, information. And so you get like different, different types, Mm -hmm. different, uh, Features. Like features.
1: hmm Yeah. You might get someone who's uh, big-boned, or maybe somebody has high cheekbones. Maybe somebody has a long nose. Maybe somebody... It's... I am such a people-watcher. That's <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so... That's a rabbit trail. Okay, Go so... ahead, Zeke.
0: Okay, so... So you have... You have, uh, Kush, and... Uh, Kush's uh, son was Seba. The capital of Ethiopia, as Josephus tells us, when the Egyptian army had once tasted of this prosperous success of uh, a war with Ethiopia, with the help of Moses, uh, they did not slacken their uh, their diligence insomuch that the Ethiopians were in danger of being reduced to slavery and all sorts of destruction and at length they retired to saba which was a royal city of ethiopia which kyambises the persian king afterward named mero after the name of his own sister so the city is still there and they have tiny little pyramids because the ethiopians who became uh, they became pharaohs they were actually nickn- they're nicknamed the black pharaohs mm-hmm. M- most of the time you'll have these like middle eastern looking pharaohs carved onto these walls Mm -hmm. but then uh one dynasty uh i think it's like the 13th or 14th dynasty actually that they are like black pharaohs and they had their capital over in ethiopia and they had these tiny little pyramids Mm -hmm. like very very slanted like Mm -hmm. You, you should look up up a picture of it. It's, like, so unreal. Okay, so... Havila was the land that had many precious stones. Uh, Sabta and Rama and Sabtika... They settled along the coast of Arabia, and you have small place names there. So... Cush begat Nimrod. He began to be a mighty one on the earth. He was a mighty hunter before the lord... Therefore, it is said, like Nimrod, the mighty hunter before the Lord.
1: What is a mighty hunter? So... Like, does he hunt animals or people?
0: Okay, so in the Hebrew, the verse literally says, like Nimrod, a a warrior hunter in the face of the Lord, which hints that he was a hunter against the Lord.
1: Who did he hunt?
0: (laughs) Well, so Jewish tradition has stories... Of him being an evil man. Uh, he ordered the construction of the Tower of Babel. Also, the Georgians, not not anyone who lives in... Uh, the state of Georgia. The state of Georgia. The, the country of Georgia. It's yes, I know. south of Russia.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, th- they lived north of Armenia. They claim to be the descendants of Gomer. And they have stories of Nimrod fighting their people. So...
1: Is that for real? Or is this just, is there that just some of their historical...
0: It's some of their historical thing. It could have been introduced after Christianity, but it is interesting to note. Especially since uh, they claim to be the same descendant as the Armenians claim to be.
1: I just wonder why the Bible calls him a, a mighty hunter.
0: Because he was hunting probably people.
1: Yes. Hunting people, kind of like a bounty hunter, I think. Well, more I mean, more, more like bounty. a conqueror. Well, I know that, but they call them. In, maybe it's a different word in the Aramaic language. It's, but, a, it's
0: Hebrew.
1: Oh, sorry, Hebrew. What do I know? Um, I, I always get Hebrew, Aramaic, and Greek all messed up. I know the the New Testament was written in Greek. And the Old Testament was written in Hebrew. Where's Aramaic coming in all this? Oh, it's just another language that we know of. <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. So,
0: okay, verse ten, and the beginning of his kingdom was Babel, Erech, Akkad, and Kalna, in the land of Shinar. Okay. So, uh, Babel is of course where Babylon started, like the Tower of Babel. Okay, so th- there are stories of the god Marduk, a-, a hunter who destroyed monsters and then afterward built Babylon.
1: Wait a second. Another hunter?
0: Another hunter, but he built Babylon.
1: I and thought it was the
0: other- Nimrod built Nim- Babylon.
1: Well, which one built Na- Nabylon? <laughs> Babylon.
0: Yes. <laughs> Both? Okay. Basically, Marduk is probably uh another name for nimrod and
1: it's oh so it's the same guy probably and he destroyed monsters
0: well it says that that's the mythology the the monsters are more like the the narrative is supposed to be about like a primitive form of democracy and then chaos ensues and there's anarchy and then he comes and he saves everyone from chaos and anarchy uh kills a bunch of people and then uh builds babylon as this uh sort of like place where uh monarchy can reign so his se- his second um city eric was also called uruk uh, which was the setting for the famous epic of gilgamesh uh, which is probably the oldest book in existence. Uh,
1: Under the Bible, of course.
0: Well, well, it's older than the Bible. What? Be- because Moses wrote down these things after the the Epic of Gilgamesh. Oh, okay. And that doesn't mean that the El- Epic of Gilgamesh is right, it just means that it's older. So. Yeah, it's an ancient... It's an ancient source. It's just...
1: How they got that book to stay intact is beyond my imagination.
0: Well, it was on big clay things. Oh, okay. So, and there were a lot of copies paper. of it. Okay. In the best library. Wow. So... Okay, so the main character in that, he hunts monsters and sets up the walls of the city. He's another hunter. <laughs> okay, so can i see that yeah. okay so Akkad was the center of the cadian empire which was the oldest empire on on earth so it, it was probably the first empire it was not built by nimrod it was built by this guy named zargon and the sargon he, he, he was sort of floated in a baby basket down the river
1: hmm, sounds familiar
0: familiar but he was also a liar so <laughs> um okay so and Kalna was uh that third city th- that next city uh was a city called nifer uh it's it's a big mound of thing he he built many cities uh the land of shinar was ancient sumer so you you see this pattern of him building cities and and it brings you to mind who also built cities uh kane was the first city builder so we're we're getting this sense of people building cities and trying to make a great name for themselves
1: this is really interesting because at some point history began right Mm -hmm. and you know what do we learn in history when we begin to learn at the beginning of civilization, who are the first people that we learn of? The Chaldeans, correct?
0: Uh, the, the Sumerians.
1: Okay, the Sumerians. And they're coming way after all these people, right?
0: Well, well, because... the, these people began the Sumerian civilization.
1: Oh, um, Nimrod?
0: A- everyone. It was probably Nimrod that brought everyone together. But this is kind of the story of afterwards, and we'll learn about that story uh, two episodes from now. We're going to cut the chapter in half. Mm-hmm. But anyways, let's... Okay, so verse 11. From that land he went to Assyria and built Nineveh, Rehobah, Rehoboth-ir, Calah, and Rezin between Nineveh and Kala. That is the principal city. So, Nineveh was the capital of Assyria. So, it's where people slapped each other with fishes. Okay, <laughs> okay, and Rehoboth-ir uh, was its streets. The actual Hebrew means the broad places. So, it's the main street of Nineveh. Uh, so, Kala was actually called Nimrod afterwards. Nimrod afterwards in it, and it was digged up by, uh, famous archaeologists like Agatha Christie's husband, so, uh, I think it, his name was Max Malouan, so, so, and then resin, which is somewhere in between them, didn't really catch on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, right there, we'll, we'll, we'll stop there, since... This is a long, <laughs> a long thing.
1: I just genealogies put me to sleep.
0: <laughs> but at least we got something out of these genealogies. Yeah, you
1: know what? It's important because a lot of people, you know, they don't understand that the Bible has historical fact and evidence to it.
0: Historical fact and evidence, and these genealogies are mainly. Listed there so that you can make a connection later on. Mm -hmm.
1: So, oh, oh,
0: these are are the children of this person.
1: Yeah, yeah, because we have to be able to make that connection. We have to be able... It's going to eventually become a reference book as we go through the Bible. Uh And actually a reference to a lot of who we are today as people. Because (laughs) you can reference in the Bible where where uh civilizations came from you know and it's there's a beginning and there is an end and this is the end of this podcast because i am ready for bed even though we started this podcast saying today hello (laughs) i said good morning (laughs) well anyway we want to thank you for if you did go through this genealogy with us without skipping it we're proud of you (laughs) we are so proud of you for sticking with us and just hearing all the names and maybe one day you will be one of those people that study genealogies because people do and that is a thing and it is interesting to them and it's also a great way of learning geography and i think geography is definitely lost um within our within our our studies Uh, a lot of uh, americans don't know where anything is on the map outside inside of their own country and outside um I, i i guarantee if you go on the streets with a with a camera and a microphone and and start to ask your everyday average person where is this on the map where's that on the map um you know just turkey or you know some people they might not know (laughs) most people might not know so it's really good to broaden our our um broaden our perspectives on life and that we're not the center of the world and we might be building our own little kingdom here but guess what? There's other people outside our little kingdom. And so anyway, with that being said, thank you for joining me. Oh my hey. God. That was a God. <laughs>